If you're a mechanic, you probably absolutely hate going to school. You hate going to technical training. But here's the rub. What if I told you that one of the secrets to becoming a successful mechanic isn't necessarily the technical training itself? Because we hate doing the technical training. It's long, it's boring, and much of it we don't use on a regular basis, if at all. But potentially for you, and for many, like myself, the secret behind becoming a successful mechanic long-term is comprehending the underlying meaning to the training itself. Get ready to discover in this episode of Coach's Corner on the Wrench Turners podcast, the frustration behind learning and how it actually cultivates patience and key ingredients to becoming a successful mechanic. Hello, wrenches, and welcome to another edition of the Wrench Turners Podcast, Coach's Corner Edition. For those of you joining us for the first time, a quick understanding of what the show is about. As you heard in the intro, we're going to do a little bit of understanding and deep diving into education, training, and what might actually be beneath the surface. But these Coach's Corners are more diverse than just that. I go into, if you go back into some of the first episodes, I go into rough breakdowns of coaching sessions I've had with mechanics one-on-one. I do productivity hacks based on uh, life on the shop floor over the last 20 years. I deal with guidance based on experiential life stories that I've had or I've heard over my last 20 years in automotive. In reality, the ultimate goal of the Wrenchers podcast as a whole, not just Coach's Corner, is to help mechanics from every angle I possibly can come from, not technical training. Those, that's, we'll leave that to the other folks, but we'll leave everything outside in my wheelhouse using tactics I've learned over the last 20 years to help you folks live happier, healthier, and more well-rounded lives on the shop floor in service. In today's episode, like you heard before, we're going to learn about the true meaning of education as a whole as it pertains to becoming or being okay, that matter. Let's get into it. So education sucks, right? You gotta go to class, or you gotta do it online, one or the other. Class class sucks even more. Because you're away from home, you've had to travel, you've probably had to rent a car, you probably had to go to an airport, you have to do all that sitting and waiting with nothing to freaking do, or you can't do it, and it's hard to do because your phone dies, this and that, whatever, whatever. And you have really no idea what you're going to learn. You kind of have an idea, but you don't really have an idea. And then all this baloney happens at the airport, and then you get there, and then you get to training, and then you have to go through all the training and to listen to a born professor and do this, and you know, listen to people who are from other dealerships, and they all talk, and they all really want to complain. Like, it's just blah, 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 blah. It's just a wholeheartedly not that great experience for the most part. Occasionally, though, you get the opportunity to meet people who are positive, who like what they do, mechanics like yourself that enjoy turning wrenches, enjoy fixing cars, enjoy getting cars back to people in a better shape than it came into the shop for. You get to talk to professors occasionally that are not people who couldn't do the job, but people who could do the job, could do the job really well and decide that they want to affect more people, so they want to teach. That's really awesome. Well, when you get there and you get the negative side of the stick, it's awful. You get there and it's a positive end of the stick, it's pretty good. But 
you could still have a really crappy thing that you got to learn. Let's say, for example, let's give a give an example here. Let's talk about carburetors. Guess what? I had to learn about carburetors again in apprentice school for motorcycles. Why? Because there are still motorcycles being created with carburetors. They are very, very few and far between, but it's a necessary evil. I may not touch a carburetor on a regular basis if I happen to be working at a dealership that services brand new models from, say, Ducati. They don't have any brand new Ducatis with a carburetor. I digress. If I happen to be a motorcycle mechanic, hey, I don't have to learn about carburetors because it's not what I work on. But that's not what the training's for. Same thing applies the other way around for down south. There's a lot of old cars on the road still because they're not in the rust belt that have carburetors. And they're out there shooking and jiving on the road and they still need to be fixed. So there's some people that still need to learn about carburetors. But you've gone to school and you've gone to school for training. And part of that training includes learning about carburetors. This is a really long way to get to the point where let's break down carburetors even more. What are you going to learn about? We're going to learn about mixing air and fuel manually, right? It's a, it's a complicated process because there's a whole lot more moving parts than there is in fuel injection, right? You've got, you know, main jets, you've got, you know, idle jets, you've got an accelerator pump potentially, you've got diaphragms, you've got mixture valves, you've got idle speeds, you've got chokes, you know, we could talk about choke and joke about chokes all, all day long, but you got to learn about those things. If you're going to fix a carburetor, you have to understand, you know, the air side and the fuel side. You got to understand how it mixes, how not to mix and how to mix. You understand the float heights and all the rest of that stuff. And that's all really complicated and boring if you're never going to touch a carburetor. So this is where we get to the point of the video and of the audio. What are you actually learning? That's a value that's going to make you successful mechanic long-term. Well, long-term, you need to learn how to learn. Especially, you need to learn about stuff that you don't really want to fucking learn about. Life is about understanding things that you really don't fucking care about sometimes. So guess what? Professors challenge you with stuff that perhaps you don't necessarily need to learn to actually do your job really well. But what it does is teaches you how to learn. You're going to knuckle down, you're going to be patient, and you're going to consume the information. And you can't just ingest it really quickly and then memorize it and spit it out really quickly. That way, you know, in a couple of days, if it's a couple of day training or it's a couple of weeks or a couple of months of training, it's gone. You have to really understand it. All right? So when we get into it, and you're there and you're doing training and you're doing education of some description. Let's say we're learning very specifically about the differences between single barrel and double barrel carburetors. It's a very simple, un simple mathematical. It's single means one, double means two. And understanding how to view them where the difference is single versus double. Well, you need to be able to identify them but you may never need to identify one in your entire career as a mechanic. But understanding that there is a difference, putting that in the back of your mind, learning that they are they're out there, learning how to access that in your memory as part of a learning tool. Let's fast forward five years from now. 
you learned five years ago that was a single, this, there's a difference between a single barrel and double barrel carburetor. You learned that. Five years from now, you get a car in your ho on your hoist that happens to have a carburetor. And you look at it and you go, hey, that's a double barrel carburetor. And everybody in the shop goes, huh? Two things just happened. One, you confirmed that you can fix it. And two, you get to teach. Now, some may not like that. And I understand that. But I believe it is our obligation as mechanics long term to be successful, to be successful mechanics, is that we need to be able to teach. So first step is learning how to learn and being patient enough. Sorry, step two would be being patient enough to learn it, to understand that it's something you need to learn and learning how to learn. Step three is then understanding it well enough so that you can teach it. As the phrase goes, if you can't explain it simply, you don't understand it well enough. Step one is truly learn it. Actually take the time and energy to learn it. Step two is be patient enough to absorb the information. Step three is have done both of those steps well enough that you can then teach it to other people. And that is the fundamental success tree of a mechanic. Learn it, be patient with it, and have done it enough times that you can then teach it. Because that is the success cycle of a mechanic. Those are basically the three stages of mechanics. Basically apprentice, then a line tech, journeyman, and then foreman. Once you get to foreman, once you have consumed enough knowledge, enough information, well enough that you can explain it simply enough, that's the opportunity for you to then go, hmm, I have learned something. I've become patient. I can now teach it. Now, perhaps leading people. That is a basic progression. That is a succession of success for mechanics as we go through our lives. Thank you, folks, for listening to another episode of the Wrench Turners Podcast, Coach's Corner Edition. Thank you all for listening and watching. It's astounding what can be done in such a short period of time. This is episode 12. We're going on three months straight of Saturday uploads, and we're on what is nearly 12, three months straight of four days a week of content that you guys are consuming and giving me feedback and DMs and emails and so on and so forth. I appreciate all of it. Keep the feedback coming. Keep the comments coming. I appreciate all of it. And just as a reminder, folks, for those of you that might be watching this or listening to this for the first time, every Tuesday, 10 Mill Mastery. Every Wednesday is a French Turner's podcast one-to-one -one with a, a leader or a mechanic or a vendor in the automotive industry space. We're branching off now into other parts of mechanics. We've got heavy industry folk. We've got equipment folk. We've got uh, power sports and hopefully motorcycle folks coming in. I'm trying to get as many folks in the automotive industry on those one-to-ones as humanly possible to get a more diverse look of what it's like to be a mechanic and or leader of mechanics. Every Thursday is a mechanic minute, anywhere from a minute to seven minutes of me pontificating or giving you a very small, specific, hyper-focused hyper piece of advice and then coaches' corners like these on Saturdays where I go into detail on a topic to try and give you more value and more insight on how to 
be happier, healthier, and more productive as a mechanic as we go forward. Thank you again for listening. Remember, negative pushes, positive pulls, and always clean your toys before you put them away.